back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and bantercore aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Well, hello. How are you, Bronwyn? I'm great. How are you? You know, I, there's just like a weird vibe in the room. It it does feel a little different from normal. What what's that? It's like I, spinning. It's a, it's like a portal. I I don't know, but I feel like there's energy coming from two different sides. It is. Wait, and from one side out of the portal steps, oh, it's my other half, TJ. <gasps> Yay! Hello, everyone. I am your Chris proclaimed Batman acolyte, and I'm here to make up one fourth of the foursome. Fearsome foursome. Oh, excellent. Oh, wait, there's another portal. Broadwood, what's that? <gasps> it looks like we have the host and my better half, Steve Say from Talking Comics. What? Ooh. Yes, like a- hello. Uh, I am here for the podcast gangbang. Thank you. <laughs> It's like a final crisis up in here with all this crossover. I love it. I love it. It's almost like we're talking thirsty in Gotham. Talking thirsty in Gotham. (laughs) I will say I love all of your costumes. Listeners, you can't see, but these three are all in their best Halloween Mm get-ups. I am so boring tonight. Just call me Bernard. Uh, AKA Tim Drake's man. Mm-hmm. And you are basic and you are blonde, so you yeah. count. It works. I'm and here guilty. for the timber. Thank you. <laughs> Just holding hands with my biffle Tim Drake over here. Exactly. Thank you. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Over br- brushing hands and then questioning it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good thing we have a Kate Kane on the scene. Yes. <laughs> True. Would we be able to do without her? Nothing. Oh God, nothing. So I have been summoned here. Mm-hmm. What is it we are talking about tonight? <gasps> Only the best Batman comic that has ever been put to page in the history of ever. Hundred percent digital page. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Wave Valley Adventure season one. <laughs> I will say I I do agree that it's my favorite after yeah. rereading. Like it's just so good. This is the Batman comic that actually cured my bat fatigue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so. 100%. Yeah. It's got me back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> well, this is also our Halloween special. So where I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I dress like Tim Burt Drake every episode. You just aren't usually here. <laughs> and I'm always the penguin. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought you were topless every episode. Well, there's that. <laughs> yes, I just topless Tim Drake. <laughs> topless Tim Drake Tuesdays. <laughs> That's what it is. 
That is what it is. But uh, where would we be in a crossover if we didn't do a Halloween-themed game? Yes. Looking forward to it. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say, this is always forget that there's a game. (laughs) (laughs) I actually forgot, too. This just took me by surprise. This reminds me of, like, those Disney Channel crossovers where it's, like, Sweet Life. Right. That's so Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's so right. That's what this is. Yeah. Uh, I call Zach. You can be Cody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we are going to play a very thirsty game. We are going to play. Is it scary or is it sexy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like it. What if it's both? It, that's an option. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> For those of you who watch the show, How I Met Your Mother, you might be familiar with the crazy to hot scale. We are going to create a Batman rogues gallery, scary to sexy scale. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. The the concept was, is the character sexier or scarier? Like which side wins for each character? If you met them in the dark alley, would you want to bang or run? That's the question. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> I like it. First, can up, I bang and then run? Yeah, a, a bang and I, run. I'm known if you will. for that. <laughs> <laughs> hit and run, if you will. A dick and dash. <laughs> yeah. A ding dong, dick and dash. You say? <laughs> dick Grayson comes to mind. I'm like, we need a, a dick pun here. <laughs> I think we've already found the episode title. <laughs> the ding dong, dick and dash. <laughs> oh my That's got to be a record. <laughs> Well, all right. Scarecrow. Is he scarier or is he sexier? Oh, yes. I'm going to say scary because I know there's that one version that's really hot from Batman Begins. Killian Murphy. (laughs) But I feel like a lot of the other versions are just scary. I'm going to go with the mask is the question. Uh It's not the mask. We need to wonder about what he's packing under. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna go with scary. I think I think we've talked about Scarecrow in a sexual way on this podcast in the past. <laughs> I would like be us. afraid of getting gassed part of the way through because that's part of mm-hmm. his kink. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he doesn't strike me as a consensual sort. So yeah. I feel like you'd be getting it, and then all of a sudden you'd just be like, What's that smell? And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, bad news. <laughs> He just got he's got the like fear gas p- toxins all over him and you might just pop one while you're bound in. So. Whenever <laughs> whenever someone asks what's that smell during sex, it's never good. It's not a good sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's in the lube. <laughs> fear toxin lube. Yep. It's an yeah. exciting time. Yeah, I think he definitely ends up on the con side of the pro con. So, okay. So he is higher in scary than he is in sexy. Yeah. Yeah. The Killian Murphy makes it a little, a little bit of a tough call. Like Mm. that accent though. Oh God. And those Mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so it's close. It's not, it's not as high up on the scare scale. It's like, Like we're talking like a 4.5, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Chris is trying to sway us to sexy, but it's not working. I know. I'm just saying. It seems like you guys are getting weaker on it every time you bring it. <laughs> All right, Two Face. Is he scarier or is he sexier, or is he a perfect fifty-fifty? <laughs> <laughs> Five out of ten. 
<laughs> I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going on the you almost scary said side down the me. middle. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, I, he's not even, he's not even scary for me. He's just like, meh. I don't like two face. Mm, okay. I don't find I him feel sexy. like it could get real sloppy with him. Mm-hmm. Like on that one side. <laughs> like just he, he would probably flip a coin beforehand just saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be good or bad a bunch of times <laughs> like what position you know who's <laughs> top or bottom but <laughs> like <laughs> you're, you're saying as he is the most switch that anyone's yeah, ever he, been oh yeah he has hard switch energy <laughs> yeah i mean there's a case for the 50 50 but you know me, so I have to say he's more sexy. I was going to say, I always thought you were going to lie as like, if you don't know you're on the record. Just think of the long <laughs> Halloween Two-Face. He's super hot. And I don't know. There's just we something really, there's really, there's something sexy about the man who's halfway towards redemption and you want to oh, fix God. him. I'm a fixer. I'm a fixer. I want to fix him. So All yours. I think it's hot. All I yours. Love, he looks like, <laughs> thank you. He looks like a walking Dorito, but not like the sexy kind. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Doritos. That's awful. I said Give me what I said. Cool ranch. <laughs> See, whenever I think of Two Face, I always think of the Batman animated series one with the blue skin yes. on one side. Yeah. And like the, that, that big lip curl up top, like that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like if he's going to town, there's going to be a lot of drool and I mean, Lord you're not coming out of that. Not end. turning me off here. <laughs> Talking <laughs> dick though, is he half? Is it half rough, half smooth? Like what's going on down there? Right? Part that's of it's ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in what way are you thinking it's cut like, in just half? Split down the middle, like, like everything. Else. Okay, like long ways cut or like, like what if he's else, only TJ? wearing half protection? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was okay. gonna say TJ, his face is split this way. Okay, I'm just okay. Like, Keep going down. That's what I was thinking too. But I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what if like, it's just, like just the tip? <laughs> just the tip. Just for a minute. <laughs> God. <laughs> what about uh the two face uh, tip? I actually can't even think of that actor's name. What about the Nolan Batman two face guy? What do you feel about him? Oh, Aaron Eckert. Oh, that's yeah. his name. I almost said. Uh, I almost said uh, Eric Bana, and I was like, "That's a different dude." Yeah, I don't find him hot. He's no. very like vanilla. Yes, he is very vanilla. Yeah. I agree. You you prefer the Dorito man? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Bane. Is he scary or is he sexy? Oh, he goes on the sexy side for me because you know that he'd be a tender lover. You're right. Mm. <laughs> and he's already got the mask on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will make you come. Which <laughs> <laughs> way would you like to be facing this evening? <laughs> Climb on top of me like I got out of the pit. <laughs> like you don't want to climb like a tree. <laughs> That was good, DJ. Thank you. He starts talking dirty to you and you can't understand him. Because yeah. the, the Just like, what? Turn. Say it oh again. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. What, what was that? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm 50 50. Okay. I don't know. You're 50 50 on Bane? Yeah. Yeah. Steve, did you answer? How do you feel about Bane? Look, I, I love a good lucha mask. Mm. And I feel like if you went back to Bane's, 
he's got one of those like removable bookcases with just a wall of options for you Ooh. of things that he could wear. He's got and his just, own Fifty Shades of Red Room going on back there. I agree with Bronwyn in that, like, he would offer it up to you, but he would let you make the choice. Like, you, you're, you're in his domain, but you're in charge. He wants to make you feel safe. Yeah, yeah I like that. So, I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Bane okay. is a sexy, sexy motherfucker. Is what we've yeah. decided. Yeah, yeah. Bane's big on consent. I just, I get that vibe <laughs> from him. <laughs> And the man has his own eyelids. So like, you know, he got right? a lot of place to play. What about like mm. the Batman and Robin Bane? Like, it can see that's <laughs> the one where that's I'm just coming in a from. gorilla suit. <laughs> it would be scary. He's let, like a let mindless... me know when you want me to turn on the venom to give you a little extra juice. Yeah, he's like <laughs> and he's real green and veiny. Ugh. I'll pull the trigger right at the end. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right condiment king scary sexy <laughs> neither <laughs> that's a big no i'm just saying there's a lot of fan fiction out there with mustard as lube oh. it is true you can look it up i know that it's true that doesn't make it good or okay what but maybe what Maybe one of the condiments is real lube. You just get down the row. We don't I know mean, what all they true. are. Look, <laughs> I'm not like, going to yuck anybody's yum. Ketchup. Oh, there it is. Lube. <laughs> but unless he's got Frank's hot sauce and he's putting that shit on everything, I don't know. I just, he's not that exciting. <laughs> yeah. You better not put it on everything. That would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have very many feelings about him. I feel like he's neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta hold on. <laughs> Okay, I'm... Mm. Steve, just say your truth. That's okay. It really <laughs> depends on what costume he shows up in. Because right. <laughs> I have Google I have Google open right now, and there's uh-huh. definitely one where I can see it, and then all of the other ones are a big no. Are but you going to have to drop in that chat? Which I'm going to drop see. it in the chat right now. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, well, Steve is sending us thirst traps. I'm going to yeah. offer up Kite Man. Hell yeah. Sexy. <laughs> I find him very sexy. You know, he'd try hard. <laughs> he would try hard. I just don't think he 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 does not know where the clit is. There's zero no. percent chance. No, you'd have to bring your own choice, <laughs> but he'd try real hard. He would make so much effort, but it, I feel like it would be horrid. <laughs> <laughs> No, he seems like somebody who'd be open to instruction. Yeah. yeah. But he would need like multiple times before it was good. I'm just saying. I just. No. <laughs> but you don't have to shout hell yeah at the end of every session. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dirty talk. <laughs> now my mind is going to like Bane and Kite Man would be very good lovers for each other. Right? Like. Shit. What? A patient instructor? Yeah. And a willing student? TJ, write that fic. Yeah, I kind (laughs) of want to see it. I ship it. (laughs) Oh, God. This turned into a fun game of rip it or ship it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are receiving a thirst trap. Yes, there you go. Opening it now. It's in the chat. I'm opening it now. For some reason, it's listed as Mitchell Mayo Prime Earth. I hope this is the same. It says Condiment King. I was going to say, it's also listed as a potential threat. So I don't 
know what you said, you guys. Oh. Oh, Steve, you like a twink is what I'm learning in this moment. <laughs> yeah, he's very I twink. mean, he's okay. very twinky. Uh-huh. Nothing I mean, wrong with that. No shame. I'm here no? for it. We know, TJ. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, look. Is that Timothy Chalamet as yeah, Timothy Chalamet is Condiment King. That I will agree that I to. Can see. Yeah. 100%. Check out the other one okay. that I sent. This one looks like he would totally be down, but I can't I can't get into the costume. Uh, is that the Harley Quinn condiment king? It oh, might God. be. That hat though. It's like a <laughs> yeah. pickle. It's like yeah. a green titty. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Anyway. It has a nipple right on the top. Okay. <laughs> so it's very selective based on what he's wearing, is what yeah. I'm learning at this moment. Yes. All right. I'm here for Twin Condiment King. I'm with you. <laughs> Twin Condiment King it is. And finally, Killer Shark. Oh, yes. I'm a monster fucker. You know this. I know this me. about you, which is why he's in here. What do you yeah. think he's in here, Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 50 50. King Shark, right? Yeah. King, King Shark, Shark. Sorry. Yep. Okay. King Shark. My uh, mind goes to the like the Suicide Squad King Shark. Yeah, mm-hmm. so exactly. <laughs> I know, I'm like he's very cute. I totally see it, but at the same time, I'm afraid that he's gonna like bite me in half. It, it's a so, risk I would have to take. It's part of the charm. <laughs> oh, I, I feel you. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm risk aversion over here. <laughs> I'll say yes to the Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn the animated yes. series yeah. Uh, yeah. King Shark. Yep, but. There is also a hammerhead version. Oh, no, no. Mm. I know that uh, version. TJ's into it. (laughs) 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 TJ wants something to hold on to. Either side of the eye. You know? (laughs) That meme where she makes the gross face and then she's like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Reconsidering. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Well, that was scary or sexy. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Are we all winners? We, you were all winners. Good. Wiener, wiener. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that isn't a winner is Condiment King. Sorry, Condiment King. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, unless he brings that one out. Unless he brings that one out, that they were all down for it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bronwyn, do we have a blurb for Wayne you know, Family we do. Adventures? Yeah. So there's this guy. You may have heard of him. He's a bit of a nutter. He's a bazillionaire with a passel of kids. And for kicks, he dresses up like a bat at night and puts the fear of Gotham into the hearts of evildoers. (laughs) But this, this isn't that story. This is the story of what happens when the cowl comes off. Oh, I loved it. Yay. (laughs) Oh. I heard cow, and my mind was like, bat cow? (laughs) I gotcha. (laughs) Don't worry. We will talk about bat cow. Oh, yeah. This is the story where the cow comes out. (laughs) Well, I mean, that is also true. So (laughs) It's true. Uh, I even have a genre for us. Yes, please hit us with that genre. All right. We have slice of life, comedy, found family, all the feels, banter core, cottage core Batman with actual trauma healing. Oh, I usually have a very elaborate genre, but I really just wrote slice of life, everything you want in a bat book and healing. So we were on the same vibe. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
It's because they don't ask me. (laughs) I tried to do genres last time. It was was bad. We gave you such proud mom smiles. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) Just sweetie. How about you, Steve? TJ, you're not going to go? I don't know any genres. I mean, I know <laughs> it's, it's slice like of life. If I've learned anything about this show, it's that you can just make shit up. Yes. So like, okay, slice of life. Um, comfort. Yes. <laughs> we're doing it again. We're like, come on, buddy. I know. I feel just like pedal harder. <laughs> All right, here, I'll swoop um, in. You ready? Yes, I'm so yes. excited. I have found family, cow having, competitively confectionery, world's (laughs) okayest dad heckling, self-doubt demon summoning, Alfred worship. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, that was good. There you go. That was good. I really like that. Correct. All of that was correct. I think that might have actually (laughs) been the best one so far. It really was. (laughs) Give me some of your magic. So let's talk characters. Who isn't in this comic? <laughs> I feel exactly. like I'm forgetting. What's Bruno, his name? Brown, are you frozen? Or are you? No, I was. Frozen? I was actually like like flabbergasted by the concept of trying to think of who isn't in this comic. <laughs> I, I like you were literally so still. I thought you had frozen. <laughs> he might be in one, but it's um. Luke Fox. He's in more yeah, than he's one. In, yeah, he's, he's in one. More than one. More than one. I barely remember him. As always, you forget Luke Fox. This has been a continual yeah. theme of our show. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we haven't read any of the Luke Fox-centered ones yet, but uh, yeah. he's in several. He's in one where he's talking to Duke and Tim at the diner. Yep. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I was thinking. He's at the Christmas one. He's yep. helping at the... Is he at the dog shelter? Is he at the... Yeah, he's at the dog shelter. Yeah, he's at the dog shelter with uh, Duke and Damien, I think. Oh, no, no. Luke is actually... He's at the um, basketball game. He's refing the basketball game. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's at the basketball game with Jason and uh, Tim. Tim, Harper Rowe was not in season one. She wasn't. She was was not. (laughs) Maps is not in it yet. But, you know, Maps feels like the kind of character that might just show up. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. think I... I'm racking my brain and... (laughs) Like, like other than other than villains, I'm yeah. I'm coming up empty. I think it's Ghostmaker. You're right. Ghostmaker oh, okay. was That's the other one. Character. Clown killer. This Clown came Hunter. out earlier than Clown Hunter, that's right. he was not a character yet, so maybe he'll pop up. But like Bernard, I know Bernard is an yeah. older character, but he only became more important very right. recently. So I'm no, like, all right, they have maybe Bernard. He'll pop up. Yeah, yeah, they gotta have Ghostmaker. I could see him showing up. He and yeah. Bruce could have some really fun. Like rivalry. Yes. Oh, we'll have to get into that in predictions. Well, that should be, we should predict who will come in. Yes. (laughs) Have we had Harley yet? Yes. Yes. In the season finale. Oh, that's right. That's right. No. A lot of the uh, a lot of the main villains have shown up in some capacity or just been mentioned, like in passing. Poison Ivy. I don't think we've had Poison Ivy yet, but we've had uh we've had um Catwoman and yeah. Harley. So we've had two out of the three kind of Gotham City Sirens. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping yeah. um, she'll show but, up. And then we've had, you know, as you said, Condiment King and Kite Man. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I know it's amazing. Some of the goodies. <laughs> exactly. Uh so yeah, there's something for everyone. 
Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I don't even know, like, how do we want to talk about characters in this one? It's everybody. <laughs> I couldn't, like, literally my notes for fave characters are, dear Lord, all of them in all caps. <laughs> I went through and wrote down everyone, including pets. <laughs> I was like, eventually I was like, this is probably not useful. <laughs> yeah, I actually just ended up with, I can't choose. I can't, like, it's yeah. just, no. It's everybody. It's everybody. They're all very good. Like, like I said earlier, I was like, I'm biased because obviously loved him Drake over yeah. here. Yes. So like him, but every single Damien episode is right? so heart wrenching. Like I love it. My little he's murder so baby. Funny. He's so great in this. So good. And Jason also really good. Yes. But Everyone like, is the best version of each character. This is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. The like, very best version of themselves. They are absolutely like, they are like character concentrate. They are everything yes. that you need in as quick as possible and eliminating all the shit (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) what do you think Bronwyn's crying (laughs) (laughs) look it happens okay how about Uh, you Steve Character for thoughts. me, I made a, I made a list of favorite characters. That's what I thought we were doing. That's that initially what, what we we're do. trying to do. We, we just, just said we. <laughs> oh, I mean, them. I I made a list of all my favorites. So it's yeah, got. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Four four uh, of the characters that really, I mean, everybody stands out in this. Everybody gets a yeah. chance to shine uh, throughout the the season, but. Mm-hmm. My favorite moments belong to, and this is from bottom to top, uh, Damien mm-hmm. at the bottom, uh, uh, Barbara, Oracle is next, Cass Kane, and then my favorite character in the series, Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Mm. No, I think that's fair, you know, because obviously Tim is my favorite Robin, but if I had to say, like, which character I think gets the most developed in this story that uh, as opposed to the comics, I think it's Damien. Yeah. Like, I really I, think we get the most growth and arc for Damien here. I think one of my, and maybe this is going into to theme, so stop me if I'm going into territory that we're not we supposed never, to. We never cross over accidentally no, into other sections. doesn't happen here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> one of the things that I absolutely love about this series uh, is that a lot of the characters, maybe not all of them yet, but a lot of them do get yeah. at least like a two episode arc mm-hmm to mm-hmm. really dig into who they are and where they're at in I the agree. bat family mm-hmm. and like what their place means to them and and yeah. to others um so i think the the series is very fair in like so kind of dishing out that um spotlight yeah for the characters and so i think it is a, a difficult to choose favorites mm-hmm. because like you said, the best thing for for each character is kind of what these characters are yeah. made of throughout this series. So when you're dealing with only the best parts of them mm-hmm. and then investigating yeah. those best parts in a two-parter where it's mainly about them and them learning a valuable lesson, something like that, uh, that's when the book really, really hits mm-hmm. for me. Like I, I love the jokes and I love, I love the gentle ribbing from everyone and you know we'll talk about more of that later but i like that the the series as a whole works on so many levels i agree and it always works yeah it always works there's not a single wasted panel or scroll or or anything uh throughout this entire series yeah like seriously kudos to the writing and art teams on this like we have crc mm-hmm. pain and then we have um oh, who's the artist on this again uh Rhett bloom or something it's um 
forgive me, I'll look it up and I'll bring it up mm-hmm. later. But the editing in yeah. this is so freaking good and outstanding. Yeah. That it makes everything so tight and so incredible. Yeah. yeah. That it just makes every element of everything else shine. Right. And you never really get to talk about the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're always talking about the creative teams, right? Like the writing and the the art and lettering mm-hmm. and everything like this, and all of which is spectacular. Like this is high key one of Webtoon's best offerings. And that's saying mm-hmm. something because you know how we feel about Webtoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does um the name CRC Payne ring a bell? Yeah, CRC Payne is the writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh Starbite. Starbite. Yes. Thank you. Starbite is the artist. Yes. Yes. And this is the first one we've talked about that has like a team a whole most team, of them yeah. are like one or two people working together this is like a full team and you can feel all of the contribution it's really yeah. it is beautiful yeah Ugh. because this is a whole other level we're talking about like this is this is a completely professional piece of work yeah this is a dc offering for sure yeah yeah no i can't narrow it down i've been trying to think about it this whole time <laughs> I know because no, like it's everybody. I, these are some incredible care. And I love that this is back, but you know what? Actually, I want, I do want to say this is my favorite Bruce. Me, yes. Mm. yes. Yes. So like, while I can't narrow it down to an absolute favorite character mm-hmm. because they're all such incredible versions of themselves mm-hmm. and I love them all so much. And every time I go to pick a favorite, I'm like, Oh, but no, it's this one. And whoa, this is legitimately the, my favorite expression of Bruce that I have ever seen in any yeah. I agree. kind of output of any kind. And I've been, reading or consuming Batman my entire life. And I'm in my 40s. So that's a lot of Batman. (laughs) I think my my problem is though, I'm like, yes, that's true. But it's also my favorite Tim. It's also my favorite Jason. And the only character I think is not at all changed is Alfred, who's just perfect always. (laughs) Alfred's always perfect, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't change much from writer to writer. Unlike everyone else, Alfred is the constant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's why I put Alfred worship in my (laughs) description. It's correct. Because this series absolutely celebrates Mm -hmm. that character in a big, big way. Yep. As, as it should. He is the goat. Yep. And that is why he won the goat award in the Thirsty Awards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Would you right. agree? Do you think this is like the healthiest Bruce Wayne? Hondo friend. It's not even a comparison. If we were to make the top 10 healthiest Bruce Wayne, it's like this one. And then down to number 10 would be the next healthiest. Exactly. I can't even think who that would be. No. I'm trying. Oh, no. uh, Super Sons. Super Sons versus Wayne. But it's still down at 10. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest, like, I know we've talked about before, like, um, if this could be set in the main universe continuity. And I like, I do think most of this could be happening in a version in the main continuity. But I think the biggest difference is Bruce is so different in terms of like he smiles a lot and he does act like a really good dad i feel like that's the biggest part where it's like all right i have to and he communicates universe like he talks to his sons he says i'm sorry to Cass." he says i'm proud of you to jason he's you know yeah exactly he gives everyone pep talks when they break up with somebody yeah like (laughs) he he, yes he is it's interesting because you're right he's very different but he is still somehow inherently batman yeah and he's, that's what's impressive he's yeah. the bruce wayne that the other batman wishes he could be yeah, mm. yeah. 
You know, yeah. like he's he's the good dad, but he's more so the dad that's trying to do better. Yeah, yeah. he's the world's that's, okayest dad, right? Which is like <laughs> exactly very right evident. where you want to be. You yeah. know, right. like that's very evident um, in the cast uh, episodes where he misses out on her recital mm-hmm. no. and you know <laughs> so makes good. it up to her by um, renting out the theater yeah. and you know doing doing what he can do in his own Bruce way to say that he's yeah. sorry it might not be you know conventional it's a little bit different but yeah I, there's there's a lot of times throughout this series where you could see that he's really trying or that he's <laughs> genuinely concerned about his ability to dad and his place yeah. in the film. Everybody else is running around wondering if they should be a part of this back collective. He's mm-hmm. doing the same thing. They just yeah. don't know it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I particularly love, and again, this is, this is definitely leaning over into themes and I'm, but you know, Hey, we're, we're crossing the streams now. Exactly. This is what yeah. We're doing. <laughs> exactly. But I really, really, really love that this story allows the characters to fail. Yes. And then improve. Yes, like it, to show that failure is not the end all and be all, because mm-hmm. I know like, that is such a struggle. And that's something that uh, everybody kind of, you know, if you're if you're being honest about your your top fears and everything like that, everybody in adulthood, you know, the thing that is the biggest lie perpetrated on children everywhere is that adulthood is easy and we have all the answers and we do all of these things. And, you know, it's so it's mm-hmm. cool and fun and freeing. And No, it's none of those things. You're just mm-hmm. <laughs> responsible for more. Yeah. <laughs> And a big part of that is the fear of failure, you know, is the, is this fear of trying and not making it. And, you know, Um, Brownwin, I thought the existential desert of dread was last episode. What are we doing back there? How did this happen? Come on. You know that that's in every episode, Chris. Imagine being in charge of more. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes you're in charge of like eight Robins. (laughs) Right. You know, and sometimes it is a low estimate of this comic. (laughs) And and that's okay. It's better to try and fail than to not try. Right. So fair enough. Uh, And we will just circle right around back to that in themes. But before we get there, this is not a very shippy read for us, but no. Who do we ship? I mean, I've got one. I've got three. I have four. (laughs) (laughs) Is Uh, anyone going to piss off the bat cest aunties? (laughs) (laughs) Be careful here, everyone. I'm I'm getting worried. <laughs> I, I promise think mine, you. I think mine's oh. all right. <laughs> okay. okay. I, think okay. I thought you were going to say. Uh, I, I mean, I don't care. Please. All of mine are, are uh, we won't get uh, eight, uh, teenagers on the internet too mad at us tonight. <laughs> all right. Steve. Even though I support your right to ship whoever you want, teenagers. So feel free to at me. So do I. At Broadwin too. <laughs> but leave TJ and Steve alone. They're being very quiet. <laughs> yes. All right, no, Steve, I, hit us with your ship. Hey. Hit us with your ship. I don't mine have very is, many ships. <laughs> my, mine is very cute. It's very simple, but I think that Damien and Skylar would oh. make a really cute, like little nerdy D and D. Yeah, couple. I love cute. them. They're so cute. Skylar is, is that the girl? Yeah, from the art. Yeah, yeah, that was but, cute. Yeah, that was really cute. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I could I'm see them getting together Bernard. down the road. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Did you say Tim and Bernard? Tim and Bernard. I'm I'm here for that. Timber's on my list. <laughs> you know, I have a hard time with Timber in the the regular continuity because Bernard's so boring. But they actually like give him a personality in this. Yeah, he's cute. He's really I like cute. him in this a lot. Yeah, it's even the best version of Bernard. Exactly. <laughs> 
But I also oh. have Tim Kahn in this too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I didn't of even course. think about that. Tim Kahn. How you did you miss Tim Kahn? I know. I it. was skimming through early and I was like, oh yeah, you I forgot Connor him. was in this. Yeah. And I just didn't even think about it. They have a whole cute episode. Exactly. Yeah. And of course you have to hit up Batcat. Yes, back up on mine too. That this episode yeah. is specifically high key good. I know we said that. So we did a we did a go episode about the first, I think, 20 episodes mm-hmm. of this series, right? And we talked about that specifically. Like, this is the only Bruce Wayne that I'm convinced fucks. Exactly. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I've not seen evidence of any other Bruce Wayne fucking. No. But this one. This one. This one was about to say some spicy things with the calm open. (laughs) (laughs) And my last ship is definitely Soups and Bat. Yeah. In the Tie Your Tie episode. Mm -hmm. The Tie Your Tie episode. Also, when they're listening in and spying on their parental figures. Oh, yeah. You know what? I have six ships. I just realized. (laughs) Is one of them Stefan Cass? I mean, I, yeah, I have That's seven ships. One. I honestly forgot I to put seven casts on here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you've hit on most of mine now, mm-hmm. but I would say this is, this is getting real, you know, when have I ever got real in the weeds with ships? These are people that are just referenced that I got excited about. All right. I like it. Jason is teaching Damien how to make friends. And he's like, I make friends by breaking people out of prison. As a fan of the Outsiders, I yes. know for, I mean, not the Outsiders, the Outlaws. Other outlaws. Oh, yeah. outlaws. Like, yeah. My brain was cycling through bat teams and I was like, no, not that one. No, yep. not that one. <laughs> the Outlaws. I know that that's a reference to Jason's one and only true love, Roy Harper. So, oh, yes. <laughs> he broke him out of prison in the first uh, issue of the fifth, New 52 Outlaws and it's so good. Ugh, not the first issue, but somewhere really close to the beginning, though. All right. Um, the other, Down. that's a good chip. <laughs> the other one is in here as a joke in the in the. It is a like, it you have to if you know you know joke that is in the comic. There is a ship that a lot of people love, which is uh, Dick Grayson and Deadshot. Okay, and it is oh, joked about in I this comic. I did see that. Oh my <laughs> yes. god, I forgot about There's that. There's a moment where they tease him about Deadshot, and he just like really brushes and goes, "Shut up!" And yeah. I was like, "I see you. I uh, know that ship reference." <laughs> and why Deadshot? Because oh, you haven't read any of the comics with the two of them. It's but not, Deadshot- not Slade, like. It- Yes. Slade, Slade <laughs> trains Dick at one point, and there's yeah, a lot does. of like, so, yeah, he does. <laughs> Let's just say they were definitely fighting during the day, but who knows what they got up to at night? It is some steam heavy comics. Is this one that we're going to get yelled at by teens on the internet? It is because they hate the age gap in this, but they were both adults and they were not like 18 and 30. It was not like that. They were both. Is, older. It, is it Deadshot <laughs> or is it Deathstroke? Yeah, Death, doesn't Death Deathstroke Stroke is Slade? I was I was just googling it's this Death now. Stroke. I was getting confused. Okay. We know we know that Chris does not get names, right? Why are we acting? <laughs> no, it's okay. I knew exactly who like, you were yeah. talking about. Okay. Okay. I, I did like, too. Why? But yeah. it's Deadshot, it's my mind went to yeah. Will Smith from like Suicide Squad because I think he's dead. Lloyd Lawton is Deadshot. Casually yeah. absurd that there is a Deathstroke and a Deadshot. We've got to agree. <laughs> <laughs> It is as absurd as the fact that there is a dead man and a Lord Death man. In I think the same universe. everyone knew what you were talking about. That's why I was yeah. like, I was kind of, I was trying to be like, do you mean Slade? This is, I, like, yes. I can see that. This is Ace the Bat Hound all over again. Oh, Ace the Bat Hound is real, okay? 
it's the bad hat is one of the dogs. I didn't remember Titus. <laughs> Pour one out for Astro, the bad dog. <laughs> Look, I'm not here very often. I got to get my jabs in while I can. <laughs> Steve, I'm going to be on your show tomorrow. So I don't know. better be careful. <laughs> Hey, I'm going. I'm going to bat with you for Taylor Swift. You'd be Better. nice to me. I, you, you and you and me and Joey are going to talk Taylor Swift for pro- approximately two hours. Probably. Is this a midnight's thing? Yes, definitely. A I saw thing. I, the only thing I know about it is that someone tweeted, "This puts the mid and midnight." That's so horrid. It's uh, it's I one of, of her best albums. I love it. But yes, it <laughs> I is know midnight nothing. thing. That's right. Godspeed. <laughs> I know we're just talking about season one. Yeah. But in season two, there's some stuff with Stephanie and Harper that really got me. That's cute. Yeah, a little shippy. Yeah. That is cute. Harper deserves a good ship. Yeah. Harper's not really in the comics right now, right? Aside not until season two. Yeah. And she's not really in the comics generally. Right yeah, that's now what either. I mean. Yeah. yeah. She was in like the punchline storyline. Yeah. But as of now, it's over. So yeah. And, um, Scott Snyder. My brain went Zack Snyder. I'm just going to mess up everyone's name. Tonight, so that's what's going to happen. Scott <laughs> Snyder is the only like Harper row, like full stand out there that was going hard for her, unfortunately. So, well, I think James Tynan liked her a lot too, because she showed up yeah. a lot of detective. But. Whatever happened to Alfred's niece? We don't talk about <laughs> that. We don't she got whitewashed and sentenced to the Batwoman TV show. No, that's show. his daughter. That's his daughter, TJ. Oh, who are you talking about? His niece? The niece hasn't been in it in a very long know. time, I think. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. His daughter yeah. is here. You're thinking about TJ. And yeah. yes, she got whitewashed. I didn't then... realize there was a niece. Whoops. <laughs> what the There's hell my is mess her up. name? Julie. Julie Pettyworth. Julia was the, Julia was the Pettyworth. daughter. Daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not in this yet. That's a character that might come in one day. There you go. Oh, that's Daphne. Daphne, Daphne Pennyworth? Mm. I know. That doesn't, never heard of her. That doesn't sound familiar. I don't know. That Are you sure you're not thinking about Julia? Maybe I am. Oh, his, I am thinking of Julia. His, his daughter, the she wasn't she like a was she also a medic? I don't think she was a medic too or something. That's his something. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's his daughter. He abandoned <laughs> to raise Bruce instead. It's when very did he strange. have her? Because In she looks like she's twenty. I know. <laughs> In Gotham, apparently, World War Three happened or something. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Right? He definitely yeah, had Alfred's, her in uh, the war. <laughs> still pretty virile, I guess. <laughs> hey, it is the Batman family age uh, time warp. Exactly. We've talked about this because every character gets slowly closer in age. <laughs> Look, what we need to do is establish the canon crossover with Bat Family and Doctor Who so that they can just be born in the TARDIS. They're all, they're all Time Lords. Yeah. Alfred dipping his shit in the Lazarus pit. <laughs> <laughs> just like hanging over at Mission Impossible style to be lowered down. He just dips it in and it goes back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, maybe, maybe he used Talia's baby tube. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. That's not as sex sexual as it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> In her lap. Uh-huh. Kind of going off of um, <laughs> talking her about ships, <laughs> ships and characters who weren't in this. 
Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Kent. They, yes. He has reference though. They yeah. talk about him. They're like, I know, but he needs to appear. I know exactly because that's quote, another little ship. I know, and, and I have quotes about them mm-hmm. because it's one of my favorite moments when they talk about him. I want like a whole two-parter where they like team up. Yeah, so I could fun. say that. I wonder. I wonder if the aging up storyline was why they hadn't done it yet. Yeah, I, that's one of the reasons why I didn't really ship Damien is because he was he's just a little too young for me in yeah. this. So. Yeah. I know. It, and it is one of the reasons some people don't like the age up because it broke the ship. But, you know, we've talked about this. Once they're like 30 and 36, it won't matter. Exactly. So, so we just need to age them all up. Age, get them all up there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like give it three years in universe. Not exactly. three. Not three. It would still be illegal in three years. <laughs> yeah. But in three years, Nine. it will be 36. We just, you know, need to work oh, the story oh, out. Oh, okay. Three years at a jump. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, are we talking about this Damian Wade who's nine, or the one in the comics that is somewhere oh, between thirteen sorry. and sixteen? No, no, yeah. I was thinking like main universe, <laughs> main universe where he's somewhere between thirteen and sixteen. Yeah, I'm going with fifteen. <laughs> Give me those three years. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just get right into themes since we're let's already just all over there. Into themes. Yes. Sure. Exactly. TJ, what do you have for themes? For themes. <laughs> I mean, we talked about the found family. Yes. Like, well, we can keep talking about absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> We've got lots we to talk about. We can keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, that's on my list for sure. And I mean, I don't I'll have like, I haven't narrowed it down, but like we've talked about Bruce being like the dad who's trying. Like, yeah. I just love that. Yeah. And just, I don't know, just yeah. Kate being the mentor. I have to bring that up. Oh my God, me too. Him. Yeah, that's a theme there. Oh <laughs> yeah, I just God. really want to talk about that episode. No, it's so true. Like for me, this whole storyline is the queerest non-romance we've ever read. Yes, yeah. it is very queer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I love that. Like, I yeah, I think it's incredible. Like, not just the presence and and inclusivity of all of the LGBTQM elements, but also just like you said, the found family. Mm-hmm. Um, the support network that they're establishing just yeah the way that they have each other's backs all of the time yeah that it just speaks to the queer community mm-hmm. um allegorically and directly i think and i really like how they lean into the their roles in the family way more than the comics usually do with like really leaning into dick as what would he be like if he really was focused on the big brother portion yeah and then jason even you know still keeping all of the rebelliousness or whatever is <laughs> i don't know what just happened <laughs> oh my god okay sorry all that was my husband showing off some leg <laughs> We hadn't talked about his legs nearly enough, clearly, so we had to bring him up again. (laughs) Speaking of thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) But Jason getting to, like, fall into that brother role, too, where he's, he's, like, the supportive uh, big brother that helps his bigger brother figure this stuff out at everything. It's very sweet. And and Kate gets to be, as TJ was saying, she gets to kind of be a big sibling. And there's just a lot of really, like, cute, family dynamic moments that are really charming and they really yeah. do lean into the siblings identify identifiers right like yeah. not just the big brother little brother but straight up sisters and yeah. and brothers and just you know yeah. when when they're following duke on his date and <laughs> <laughs> that's my family and, yeah. yeah and he's you know. just so embarrassed and <laughs> they're like <I> know. Ah! <laughs> 
I jump in for a second yeah. on that because that's that's in one of my uh, like one of my moments for yeah. this. But one of my favorite Stephanie moments, and one of the reasons that she's my one of my favorite characters in mm-hmm. the series, is when she's wearing that mustache. <laughs> I don't know why oh they recognize this. She's like, so cute. <laughs> As if, as if that would work. Um, has anybody here seen the movie? Um, oh, it's not the Bad Batch. The Bad Guys. Oh yeah, the new yes. Sony animated film. Oh. No, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Craig Robinson's shark walking oh. around in that movie, being the chameleon, and the biggest, most obvious sharp toothed character in your, you know, posse. And that's your person who dresses up in just a mustache and nobody knows that it's a shark. <laughs> it's the same mentality. Yeah. Very funny. Oh, I love that. So <laughs> yeah, and, and Tim's dressed in like a full PI from the 1950s. Right. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Damien, not disguised. No. <laughs> He's no. just sitting right there with them. Straight up mention, disdain is, on his face. <laughs> this is not a theme. Just you mentioned Tim and PI. There's there's a part in the diner when they're there with Luke Fox and yeah. they're talking about plans like hide a secret identity. And Tim has this long, complex plan. Oh, I love and it so much. So someone suggests something else, and he has this moment where he goes, My plans are good. It's, it's like, <laughs> expressions are I died. So funny. Oh my god. I God, it's oh, it's and they're so like, good. yes, yes, Tim, they are. They're great yeah. plants, yes. <laughs> like that kind of rolls into my main theme of this, which is, you know, you mentioned this, Brown, we both did in our genres. This is a very corrective emotional experience, mm-hmm. but it is both, uh, you know, one for us personally, which we can certainly get into, but it also is for people who have loved these characters. It's a corrective emotional experience Yeah, because every time there's a thing where the fandom collectively, you know, has gotten together on Tumblr or Twitter to be like, this is what we need. Those scenes happen here. Yeah. So, you know, Dick Grayson, um, being called on the fact that he helps people, but he doesn't actually spend time with them. And so they don't ever feel important to him. And so he has to work on that or, you know, Jason's PTSD actually being addressed. Oh my God. I died. You know, or Cass being told she's more than just a weapon. There's all these conversations that as a fandom, we've all said it should happen, but have never happened. And we're actually getting them. And they're so healing like I don't know what else yeah. to call it they're healing no, it's incredible that actually kind of um speaks to two of mine that I wrote down like obviously the healing what we both spoke to but also setting of boundaries yes. and I wanted to mention that specifically because it's yes. brought up a few times in this season and I love that for yes. multiple characters the setting of boundaries is specifically brought mm-hmm. up as important mm-hmm. and I think that that is so so key it's so key because it really is a huge factor in maintaining your own mental health. And I mean, obviously that's a huge thing for these heroes who put themselves on the line all the time, but like literally that's the, one of the first things you learn when you do first aid. Yeah. You know, you, I have been first aid certified contiguously for 22 years. Mm -hmm. And so I'm quite familiar with this concept in, in so far as it pertains to helping other people. You cannot help other people. If you put yourself in a position to become right another victim casualty. Yeah. You can't pour from an empty bucket as I tell my clients every day (laughs) and fail to follow myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, and they address that specifically, though, yes. you know, like, yes. I, I love that they do that with Barbara, you know, where she's yes. specifically giving that advice to Cass and Stephanie and then has to hear it from Dick. Yeah. Yep. And I, I mean, even Bruce Wayne gets that he, mm-hmm. you know, this is a real like, let's address something that happens in the comics all the time, which is that Bruce will not care for his body ever. He'll yeah. let it get destroyed rather than stop. And so they have a specific episode where his entire family mounts together to make him rest. <laughs> it's it amazing. So good. <laughs> or when he breaks his leg playing on the skateboard. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. I Such love a good that one. episode. <laughs> so funny. So funny. <laughs> Yeah. That I love any episode with him and the Justice League is yes. so funny. And like I'm not usually I'm not really big into like Justice League comic books. No, nor I their interactions that- here. So. I know I I kind of want you know we've gotten a lot of spinoffs or not necessarily spinoffs exactly but we've had like little other DC comics branch out. I would love a Justice League comic with like this vibe. Yes. Yeah, we get to actually see all of them all the time. I think that would be so fun. Yes. Oh, the one where it. they're all trying to figure out how to tie a tie. Oh my god. And Diana's just like just don't, just don't wear, wear a tie. <laughs> She's like what Men. the f is wrong with you? That's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> it was good. Such a good episode. I also really like the one with the everyone has their favorite gear on for different superheroes. Oh, yep. that's, yeah, that, oh I was going to talk about that one later. Yeah, yeah, too. We'll, that we'll, comes we'll, up in quotes for me. We'll swing back around to all of these, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. See if you have any themes you wanted to highlight. I do. do Excellent. It. Uh, so I also had found family. Uh, we touched on this a little bit, but I also wrote down acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of character building going on in this series and a lot of everyone kind of getting their terms to uh, getting their chance to come to terms with who they are and where their place is in all of this. Um, and a lot of them kind of don't know what they have until someone from the family points it out to them and and kind of makes them an example mm-hmm. and and brings all that to the forefront. So I think that's really nice. Yeah. Um I have loyalty mm-hmm. as a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh it kind of goes hand in hand with the like friendly competition yeah. oh uh, my motif <laughs> that they have. Like they're very competitive. There are multiple episodes where they're all kind of vying whether it's the seat in the Batmobile, the final cookie <laughs> from yeah. Alfred. There's, you know, or or the the whole costume wearing uh thing, uh the the like Mario Kartish type episode. Yes. Oh my god. And um but there's there's a there's a sense of like no matter how mad you might be at a family member, yeah. if someone else starts to kind of dig into them, your hackles go up a little bit. Like you could, you could agree with them, but still there's something deep down where you're a little protective (laughs) over them. And they, they all have that with each other. And I think it's, it's equal uh, for all of them. And as much as Damien would like to deny it, he is also a part of that. Yes. Yes. I wrote that down too. Damien, though he doth complain a lot is always there. Like he, he goes along with everything. He will yeah. cut a bitch if somebody comes for his family. <laughs> I, know, I love the one where he's like, I must join the tennis team so I can destroy the kid that insulted you, father. <laughs> I love yeah. that. He's like, tennis. Oh, you like tennis? No. <laughs> no, I want to kill him. 
Um, so my my last one, kind of building off everything else, yeah. uh, there's a theme of growth. Yes. I think for yes, everyone, absolutely. You know, and it's it's cool because you come into this series with everyone being fully formed. Yeah. But you also kind of touched on it before, where they're the kind of the themes for these episodes and the stories for these episodes are all the moments that a lot of fans have wanted to see. Yeah. Yes. You know, and the in in those moments, the characters are becoming better. They're a tighter team. They're more family oriented. And a lot of that all comes back to them growing together as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it is, it is genuinely slice of life. Like it's a very playful comic, but it has an extremely realistic understanding of the way people, their mo- mental health reacts to things. Yes. Like, you know, we see, I called it jokingly, the emotional education of Damian Wayne, right? Like yeah. we see this is a kid that's been raised by assassins. Now he has to learn to be a human. What would that entail? You know, yeah. like, and it, it's done really effectively in his like, let's make friends episodes and his birthday yeah. episode. And even in his like episode with Talia, like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think in also in conjunction with that level of growth and the support and the loyalty that we see is, um, and I, I think it's really cleverly woven into here because it's not a huge thing. It's very subtle, but mm-hmm. it's like, so it's not as kind of obvious as, this, as it has been in some of the other things that we've read, but mm-hmm. um, there's a dismantling of toxic masculinity. Yes. And the approaches. Yes, there is. To some of the stuff here, the, mm-hmm. some of the conversations that they have. I, I'd like to highlight a specific point or that I really, really enjoyed, which was um, when Damien is stalking Jason to try and get some <laughs> dirt on him. Such a and good one. Damien finds his copy of Pride and Prejudice and is, pulls it out and is like, aha, I have this on you now. And Jason's like, yeah, okay, what? And he's like, well, isn't this yes. a girl book? And Jason's like, oh, honey, <laughs> maybe you should read it. Yes, 100%. I mean, and we can see that even going back to the, you know, the way that the men in the story are taught to set boundaries because it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of counter toxic masculinity. They're yeah. taught to ask for help and yep. to... You know, uh, Dick's taught that he can delegate. He doesn't have to superhero his way yeah. through everything. And Even the grounding technique that they teach Jason for um, oh, working know. through his PTSD, you know, yes. it's not, there's no be tough. There's no, yeah. you know, yeah. men don't cry. There's no, yeah. none of that bullshit. It's, it's 100%. find yourself in your current situation. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay. Yes. You got you. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up that Jason episode because oh I'm, my god, the one with well, the trauma one and the one with Damien. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. And right, just to kind of like rephrase everything I think you all are saying. Like you mentioned PTSD. Like I think all of the characters like in a two parter. Like we're diving into mm-hmm. their trauma. And, like, not to sound like Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> but trauma. It's all trauma. about trauma. It's all about trauma. And yeah, but I mean I that like makes so much great. sense in this context because you have a house full of vigilantes yeah trauma is going to be a consistent theme <laughs> yeah and you know sometimes we see them dealing with it in genuine like emotional ways and sometimes we see them dealing with it in dark humor ways like vigilante bingo <laughs> oh my god okay that rolls us right nicely into Wait, what okay. are your i know that should roll us right okay <laughs> i have to interrupt this segue yes to say another thing like we've talked the deep themes but i have to just do the complete fan service themes for a Please. moment yep uh-huh. we have our corrective emotional experiences but we also just have the we see you moments. yes <laughs> like 
you know, the, the established fact that Jason loves uh, reading good literature and that Tim is, you know, a sleep-deprived coffee holic. Those things are just fanon things. Yeah. They have not, not anymore. Been right? <laughs> They're like picked up from clues. It's not like it isn't pieced out of nowhere, but it's never been like, this is part of the character. So they're, they're pulling things from, you know, the Tumblr girlies and fanfiction.net and going like, we see you. This is how you all understand the characters and we're going to make it canon. And I fucking love it. Oh my God. It's glorious. <laughs> it's glorious. This team is high key exceptional. Yeah. We see you. We know you read the fanfics. We see you. We know you did. You're gonna <laughs> like, it's like, like you a fun engagement with your audience and like yeah. you're giving and taking like in a way yes. you contributed to this story because exactly. you contributed to that fandom. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Fun. But it, it's fun. that is the level of fan engagement that I appreciate. Like it's not yes. it's not the and I don't even know if we should go here, but I'm gonna. So you can oh, cut it out later we, if you go want there. to. Bronwyn, we talked about murder last yeah. episode. Are you really worried about whatever this is about today? I am. Honestly, I think it's worse than murder. I'm going to go to the Snyderverse. <laughs> oh, God. Not Snyder. All right. I take it back. <laughs> Abort vision. This is why I said you can cut it out. JK, this Just is going kidding. to drop on the go feed. We insult the Snyder bros every day. <laughs> I don't know if the talking comics feed is ready for that, but right? it's going to happen. Sorry, Steve. Well, after Black Adam, they're back with a vengeance. <laughs> oh, no. God damn it. But, like, I, it's not that I don't think that the Snyder Cut was a better version of that movie. I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that. I think I, we all agree, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it set a horrifying precedent to give in to internet bullies 100%. and make it. Yes. Yeah. So, and if you want the, more on that topic, we have an entire episode about the toxic well, fandom of Snyderverse on exactly, <laughs> and it's a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but there is a way to engage in a healthy manner with fandom, and mm-hmm. Wayne Family Adventures, yes, is an A plus example of that, right? Because it isn't. Nobody said make this happen. It was just a thing we all made happen. You know, it was like we created it and we all collectively decided that it made the most sense for the characters. And these writers were like, you know what? Yes, it does. It does make the most sense for these characters. It was not like we were banging down the thing and going, give Tim insomnia. (laughs) (laughs) Or else. Or else. Make Jason read Jane Austen. (laughs) But so like, this is a, beautiful it's so it's so funny how meta it is because it's a beautiful um example of these characters and the the best version of all of these characters and then it's a it's a the best version of how to create these characters as well 100 percent. so now kudos (laughs) that's impressive actually that is a hell of an achievement (laughs) it is can i ask you all like was there a character that didn't get a two-part trauma episode that you really want one from because like i feel like we got steph cass jason but like i don't know too in a way and do yeah we got duke Duke, we got damie we got um did tim get one tim did because partially like will will he get more probably his uh the trauma that we dealt with with tim was abandonment issues and overthinking which are like Mm. some of his main ones the abandonment issues was more in the um and chris reads everything that way (laughs) (laughs) why is he my favorite character bronwyn (laughs) 
it's I a, wonder if they'll that? get into like his dad dying. I wonder if they'll get into that. Yeah, now that now that um, Megan Fitzmartin has declared his parents are dead. <laughs> yes, they're <laughs> that officially been the case dead. Before, so now that she killed them in an interview. Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew the state of his parents, Bronwyn. We were all confused. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. But um, it seems sad that they remember. died off page. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Big Brother is the episode I'm thinking of where they deal with, because that part of what's happening there is a dick-centric episode, but part of what's happening there is Tim's essential abandonment issues. Yeah. And then they come up again a few times. So he hasn't really got like the two-parter to deal with it, but it's come up a lot for him. Who haven't we gotten? Uh, I don't know. We got Babs. Um, We haven't got Kate Kane. We haven't got... um... Alfred. Alfred, oh, we haven't got a, God, maybe that's yeah. what his daughter shows up. And yeah, he has right? to face the fact that he abandoned his bio family for his found family. <laughs> that would be interesting. Sometimes that's the healthy choice, okay? We don't know. We don't know what that she was a child, probably. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm just so mean. You know? Sometimes, Sometimes you just gotta say fuck that kid and <laughs> Go live with sometimes, your billionaire friend. Yeah, sometimes Broadwood says we have to abandon children. Bodwin said it, just to be clear. I mean, <laughs> look. <laughs> Broadwood said hashtag stay toxic. <laughs> I don't think I actually said that. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> TJ's just excited because I'm doing this to you for once and not. Yeah, okay, yeah usually sure it's enough. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so should we talk about what our favorite episodes are uh, yes oh uh, yes we should absolutely did everyone succeed at narrowing it down to three uh, it was I, hard it was like really said, hard i had to it? go off of my bias because i started picking so many i was like you know what tim's my favorite so i just gotta go with the ones that i love for tim did everyone like, succeed at it? Genuinely? I got yeah, it down to I, five. I, I got it down to five, too. Three. I was like, Broadway? Five no is way. the number I suggested. I know, I know. I know. But no, I did pick the top three from the five. I'm just like, oh, no. I don't know if I can. I just, oh, I, I have did. a top okay. five. I can do five. Do, do we want to, like, quickly just run through our five? Yeah. Yes, we can do right. that. Who wants it? TJ, you want to start? Uh, Steve, give me your five. You Steve, go. No, I have three. Steve, if no. you want to go last go five. and add two more to your list, you can. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. have I don't have my Wayne family adventures. I, I don't know why scared. Steve still believes. He's heard every episode of the show. And he is co- <laughs> still confident that we're going to do what we say we're going to do. And Look, that is... That we talked about this pre-recording, and he's the one who said it would be better if we had five. And I was like, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> it was TJ's initial idea anyway. Not one time has an episode gone according to our plan on Thirsty. <laughs> and I think it's maybe only slightly more organized on Go, <laughs> but that's because TJ does it. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's not because I do <laughs> Certainly not because I'm running the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will go first. Okay, okay, go. Hit good? Hit okay. Yes. so number five, SOS, which was the Thai episode with where yes. Alfred goes on vacation. And that was kind of the Justice League one I was talking about. So yep. funny. Yep. Uh, number four, GCPD, which yes. kind of gave us a look into them interacting with the Robins over the years. That was, was just, quoted that one. Yeah, I was going to say, that one hit so my fun. like honorable mentions. It didn't make it into my top five, but it was right there. Just yeah. seeing yeah. all the younger Robins like interacting with the cops was so funny. And funny. Oh my God, Tim, Tim giving the like, 
speech and one says can I please interrupt and he's like questions till questions the end, the end. <laughs> so funny <laughs> so that was a Tim. fun one yeah. again I'm kind of leaning into my Tim bias here because I had yeah. to yeah. narrow it down yeah uh number three escalation with Damien and Tim oh, yes! oh that's amazing yeah. I love that it was with the, sparkly the joker green yeah. hair dye and that was just <laughs> very funny yeah yeah uh ransom where Tim gets kidnapped and that Jason comes after him yeah and Tim has to save himself in the end so funny oh my got his face in that whole episode so good and to yep. the shock of no one number one is better and brighter there it is. him is confirmed queer we meet bernard and we get yep. kate as a gay mentor Aww. it was just everything we had wanted mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we did manifest it by telling them in our interview yes just want to say that we did. Yep. we did we did we'll take credit yep 100%. i only i only have one crossover with you really Shockingly. yeah but is it the bernard one yes Better okay. and brighter. Nice. Uh, so my number, I, I didn't decide what order they went in. I'm not going to lie. These are just the no. five I like. Yeah. <laughs> fair, so fair. Better and brighter. Obviously, we've already talked about recovery. We actually referenced before. That's the one where Bruce gets hurt. Yeah. That, mm. one, that one speaks to me as a long-term Batman fan. Like that one. Yep. Uh, Big Brother, which is a good Tim and Dick episode. Yeah. Yep. Opening up, which is the Davian makes a friend episode. So cute. And then strong enough, which is the Jason Todd PTSD episode. Oh God. That one hit me where I live. (sighs) I know. Right. I guess that was on my list, but I was like, ah, I just can't decide because they're all so good. They are so good. I mean, I didn't even, I I realized looking down there, I was like, there's so many funny episodes that I loved, but I I like the, I went with the emotional one. Yeah. I I I tried to mix it up a little. Yeah. Yeah, I went for the hurt comfort. I like the hurt too. Yeah, go, Brad. Are you ready or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. I need another minute. Okay. Uh, cookie. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, but the world's okayest dad has had me since the very beginning. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. And vigilante bingo. Yes. Oh, that was that my was long cute. list, too. <laughs> I love that so much. I just. I can't. Um, yeah, raise your head if you've ever died and come back to life. It happens oh. more than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday spirit for the feels. Mm. Where you get to see them all doing their hero shit, but not actually it's as really a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God. I know. Uh, TMI for the lols. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I love that one. I'm sorry. I just it's did. Really every, like The... The shot of Tim like dying in the background where Stephanie's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and he's like sob laughing. Like it's both <laughs> tears and laughter. He's fully broken in the background. There's not even any dialogue for him. I just can't. That no. was so funny. And then Ransom strictly because yes. of Tim's face for the whole episode. Yes. That is so funny. Bromwin gets it. So funny. <laughs> I died. Like there's so many, so many. Yeah. I, it was so hard to narrow it down, but Oh my God, yeah. Tim's face in that episode. I had yeah. like. That's just... like favoritism, the one with the clothing. Favoritism yes. is really cute. We talked I a lot know. about that in our last episode about this. Yeah. I have I a lot of one. screen grabs from, from favoritism for my quotes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Steve, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. <laughs> is it five now? <laughs> um, One, two, three, four. It's five, but there's a, it's a two-parter. That's fine. It counts. Well, I think okay. 90% of ours were two. <laughs> yeah, I cheated. I just counted them as one episode. Go All for right. it. So episode three, Eyes and Ears. Oh, yeah. Which is the first of, I guess, first of two. It's um, like a typical night for Oracle. 
Yeah. I love seeing kind of behind the scenes. I love it when Barbara is doing her thing as Oracle, like flat out whenever she's Oracle in the series, in this, whenever. Um, I think it's important to show people's hard work. And I think that her role is often overlooked, especially like the little things that she takes care of. (laughs) And so to see many of those things back to back to back, you see the pressure and you think about how cool she is and how like great she is at giving advice and calming people down and being there for people. That's all a part of it. And I, I like getting to see that side of her. Yeah. She's great. That yeah. is one of my favorite Damien moments where he's in the Batmobile yeah. and oh he my wants God. to drive it. Yeah. And the sign says <laughs> like, ambiguous. do not drive. Yes. <laughs> That's what she's moment. like. I helped a kid learn how to read. Uh, episode six, we mentioned it before, favoritism. The one where uh, Dick gives the team the garage sale items yeah. of their favorite Justice League okay. members. And Bruce is like walking around the mansion and just having a fit that he hasn't spotted his own gear yet. Oh my God, I howled. I well, love that. What were we saying last time? We were saying like maybe they, someone got the underwear. Yeah. Yeah, we were joking. <laughs> the Batman we, underwear. We don't see Tim and Damien in that because they're definitely off yes. screen still fighting for the one Batman memorabilia there was. Yeah, <laughs> yep, the bat underwear. Yeah, that's how we ended up talking for like 15 minutes about Bronwyn's bat underwear. That's right. Um, another one of my favorite episodes is episode episode 11, which is not it. Oh, and it's yes. the one where yes. they're all fighting to not take care of the low level villains. <laughs> Condiment King, Kite Man, and oh God, it's another one too. I my poor husband, now. Kite Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, we love you. It's an amazing, it's a, it's a really great episode that shows like the combative nature that mm-hmm. they all have and just also them like shirking their responsibilities. <laughs> and then it all ends up that Bruce was also trying to shirk the responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> I just, and I love Steph in this episode. Like, she's having none of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> she's like, no means no kite man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do I got here? I have uh, episode 31, which is dirty little secret. Yeah, and that's the Damien mm. discovering Jason's uh, Pride, and Pride and Prejudice, Prejudice. novel. Yes. So good. I absolutely love that one. Uh, and my last, my two parter is uh, episodes 32 and 33, where Cass is coping with her ability to read people. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, God. That is good. I really, I really, really, I, as somebody who th- at least thinks that I'm pretty decent at reading body language. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of hits a little closer. And I, I can't imagine that, like, if it were actually true that I were good at that, how that would affect me yeah. just in general. Um, but I notice when people are upset, you can tell, you know, yeah. we we had a experience recently where, like, at the beginning of a hangout, somebody was pretty bummed to be mm-hmm. having to be social, like having no choice but mm-hmm. to be social and they were totally not there for it. It took a little time. Um, and I just, I've been there and it, it, you know, being trained in the art of recognizing that stuff mm-hmm. and not being able to turn it off. That's, yeah. that sucks. That's a, that's uh-huh. a hard, hard thing to walk around with every day, all the time. I, I yeah. can only imagine what that does to like, your confidence when it comes to making friends or speaking mm-hmm. with people or, 
you know, I don't know. I that 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 episode, those two, I yeah. think are are standouts for me. I like too how it you know it shows for Cash, she was like, I'm reading people that I can't turn it off. So I see all these like things as the negative, like this is a weapon yeah. and this is blah, blah, blah. And Babs points out that she can use her bo- reading body language. She just has to reframe how she looks at it. I loved that. I loved that too. <laughs> She's like, you know, you're a hero. You use this to help people. You know, yep. it's not, it's a weapon that you can use to protect too. And, uh, yeah. It was powerful. Yeah, you just, you need a, a slightly different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that did actually, that <laughs> specific set of um, episodes reminded me of our conversation uh, about you're not an empath. That's just trauma. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I was like, well, that uh, encaps- encapsulates it nicely, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. That's so real. <laughs> I'm so glad we had pretty different picks, all of us. Yeah, like, that was awesome. We got a lot of it. I was gonna say, I don't think any of us had more than one crossover ever. No, in yeah. seriously, that list. And they were all very. I mean, every episode is so good. Yeah, there's oh not. God, there's no. So good. There's no skips, right? Like this is nope. a this is a good comic. <laughs> and I don't know that I've ever. I have a single one in my pull list that is, I have so many likes on, you know, like so many of the ones that I have heart, 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 all the way. Oh, I heart every one. So I know right? which one I've read. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, my method. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, this is my, this is my favorite webtoon, but it is also my favorite comic, like period. Yeah. It's, I, there's nothing that even compares. I just, it's so good. It's so I hope good. it goes on and on for a very long time. I know. Me too. It's what we want is what we want. And I, I want to keep seeing these like spinoffs. I love that we got the Red Hood and the Outlaws. And uh, I want it, I want more. Yes. <laughs> I am greedy. I want more. Exactly. Ooh, maybe they can do like a Teen Titans or a Young Justice. <gasps> we already have Young Justice in this universe so far. So Gotham City right. Cybron. Oh, yeah. Is this the part where I can jump in with my villain idea? Yes, do Please. it. Are we just, want, let's just skip to predictions. Let's yes, do it. Might go, well. go, Steve. Do you remember when we were doing another episode? I can't remember whose show it was on. I think it was Gotham Outsiders, where <laughs> yeah. I told my my Clayface story. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was your first episode of Go. Yeah, yeah, of him like going around helping everyone, and then at the end of the day, it turns out to be him. When we were doing that, like Guri Hero might have been the art that I was thinking of, but tonality and yeah. writer and stuff like that, like the Wayne family adventures like that's what I want for the tone of that but I would love to see a villain centric series in in the vein of Wayne family adventures where you get to see kind of the lighter and sillier side like who like who wants to see a thing of like Oswald Cobblepot in the bathtub with a bunch of like rubber duckies (laughs) (laughs) rubber penguins rubber I just I think that there's ways that you could do, but you could also have those two parter episodes where you do dig into their trauma. Oh yeah. That would yeah. be so good. I'm so on board. I for would that. absolutely read that. I, I right. think that would be a lot of fun. I think you could get really creative with it. And I think that this team would knock it out of the park. Okay, yeah. hear me out. Like okay. Arkham Asylum based, and it's yeah. just them. Yeah. Ah. But I would love it if it was kind of like Hogan's Heroes, where they all have an easy access out all the time, and they just put themselves back in the jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have like like group therapy sessions for the two parters, where it's like yes. you know who wants to speak, and it's it's a different villain each time. Oh my god, I would love to see 
a an Arkham Asylum group therapy based webtoon. I would love it too. Yeah. And they'd have to like, I feel like the therapist changes every week because something happens to that therapist between yeah. every session. <laughs> they die. Uh, they die. They, they end up in prison too. Like it should start with Harleen Quinn being with a therapist <laughs> yeah. and then she's in and they get like, what's his name? I'm pulling a blank on his name. Uh, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. Yes. PJ knew what I meant. And then he's in, the next one dies. Like, so the therapist changes, nobody mentions it. It just changes every episode. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh God, I love this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a great pitch. Yeah, uh, oh, that's so good. I, yeah, I maintain I think I, it the Justice really League need... one. Oh, go ahead. No, no, sorry, you finish your thought. No, I, was, I, was, I maintain the Justice League one would be so fun. Oh, yeah. so fun. I would yes. love to see a Luke Fox centric one too, with yeah. his, like gadgets, like. But yeah. they Who? You inevitably go. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> The comics also don't remember him, so it's not TJ's <laughs> fault. <laughs> like he could be, you know, like a Q kind of guy, you know, giving yeah. out the badges to the different superheroes, and they could get crossover yeah. episodes that way. And um, I think that's really cute. Yeah. God, there's just so many potential. Like this is what we want. Just continue to give us this, yeah. but for different characters, like. Every main Justice League character has a super family that yeah. it could easily like an Arrow family, a Flash family, like that yeah. could happen and it would be great. <laughs> like, I oh my God, a super pets. <gasps> super pets Ooh. would be so cute. Hey, yeah. okay, okay. DC, we know you're there. Um, <laughs> give us the Jimmy Olsen and drag that cow comic we've been asking for. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what Ben Ben Con's idea. This was Ben Con's idea, so you know, hit them up to write it. <laughs> but we deserve it, so give it to us. Oh my God, please! <laughs> oh my God, imagine, imagine. And this I is just also, want- I mean, like a webtoon JLQ would be awesome. Like, there, this Ooh, is a right. great form for that, where they could yeah. really do it. I, I, do, I just want more Kate Kane, so JLQ yeah. could work for that. Like, let her lead the JLQ. Exactly. <sighs> I yeah. love it. Do we have predictions for this comic? <laughs> I mean, more Kate Kane. Um, I want I've already read Timber. All, the, all the season twos that are out, I've read. So but I'm there's like, more to come. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I'm like, hmm. What could happen after? Season I had a, a little blurb that I had prepared. Oh, okay. I'm so it excited. It starts with three question marks. <laughs> and then it says the series is kind of unpredictable hmm. yeah. and it's one of the many things that I love about it. Yeah. The short form storytelling really allows the creators to go anywhere and take the characters in wildly different directions at any time. Hmm. And I think that that's a lot of the charm of coming back to this every time that an episode drops. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, I never know like there's a new chapter right now that I, I can see it that I haven't read yet. I guess this came out earlier last week. Um, I have, if you ask me, what do you think it's about? I have no idea. <laughs> that's <None. fair>. <laughs> so, that's but so that's, fair. that's an exciting aspect mm-hmm. of this series is that it doesn't follow the conventional like arc rules that a, a, a different comic would. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good point. That's a I good love point. that for a slice of life. Like that's part of the appeal of a slice of life comic, right? Is that anything or nothing can happen and it's still awesome. Yes. Yeah. I know. I agree. I mean, I think there's some things we've talked about that would be so cool if we saw, like I'm now really on board for Julia Pennyworth showing up and 
wreaking some emotional havoc. Uh, I, I did finally think of someone else that isn't been in the comics yet, and that's um, Jace Fox has not been in this. The oh. other Fox son. Yeah. Um, I would love to see maps pop up. I really yes, think this, this is a place she could pop up. Easily. More maps. Always more maps. <laughs> yes. The answer yeah, they could is do, always like, more a Gotham maps. Academy field trip or visit or something. Mm-hmm. That could be maybe, cute. Maybe. I mean, Damien could show up. <laughs> he was in it. Give right? him- Give Maps her own Velma-style webtoon. Oh, <laughs> yes! Bring back yes. Gotham Academy, but as a webtoon. Yes. She's popping up in the Batgirls series right now. Yeah, Give this Maps. is pretty fun. Yeah. And then Maps for TJ, we should definitely have Ghostmaker pop up. Yes. yes. That's like, I don't know if I believe that they'll do that. At least not like know. this. Not season two, I don't know, but I'm hoping they will. I could see, I could, I don't know if I could see a whole episode but i could definitely see reference to him popping up for sure yeah so you know he might he might get the roy uh, harper treatment you know maybe i'm just (laughs) greedy because batman the night just ended and we got all sorts of like ya bruce ghostmaker stuff there i would love to get like bruce as a flashback with ghostmaker training and just give (gasps) me them being what if what if What if they discover, what the kids discover uh, Bruce's uh, yearbook? <laughs> His like, journal? Okay. Like, Didn't we fight him? His love letters to <laughs> Ghostmaker. Yes, 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 yes. What if we, because I mean, what if we lean really hard into the fact that this is the only Batman who fucks? Yes. And oh my he's goodness. actually bi. Yes. Yes. I mean, they got, Batman the Night got so close. They literally almost kissed. I swear. Oh, I know this is not an episode about the game Gotham Knights, but can we talk about Dick Grayson canon bisexual? Like, oh my god, yeah. I love it. You know? It took me two days to realize that was a thing. Like the game came out, I heard a little bit about Nightwing having a bisexual coffee cup, and then oh. I was like, oh no, he actually is bi. That's cool. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. He's bi in Gotham Knights, the game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's like three little tiny things that when added together, it's pretty concrete. Yeah, it's really cool. Damn Uh, it. Everyone's been trying so hard not to buy that game. (laughs) You know, I'm watching it on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I've been watching people play it on Twitch. Yeah. There you go. You know, Joker is bisexual in the Telltale games. Now Dick is bisexual in the Gotham Knight games. I mean, I'm sorry, but Dick has to be bisexual for any number of reasons, but not the least of which is that ass. Badass, oh, yeah. I feel like they're going to confirm it in like five to 10 years. That's my are you prediction. Change, wait, are you changing your answer now that the next character DC reveals is actually <laughs> queer as Dick? Is I said five a- to 10 years. Oh, okay, so maybe not the next. Pre- right. Maybe not the next. Like, I think they're slowly warming up to, to the idea. Otherwise, they would have shot down this like. Yeah. Yeah. Bisexual Easter egg ish yeah. stuff. How many, how many pride variant covers will he be on before he's in? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, they're not going to stop giving him the pride variant covers because they would have stopped doing that by now, I think. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think they're going to warm up to it. Mm. Eventually it'll happen. Like you hear that bros. We're coming for all your Robins. We're going to get them all. Jason. Stuff. Jason is in love with Roy Arbor. We can't, you can't deny it. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing that has happened. It's a thing that has happened. You don't break someone out of love, uh, out of jail to not to proclaim your love. Out of love. Out of yeah. love. <laughs> you broke him out of love. I think we're going to get That's a, a Gotham, different story. That's a Taylor Swift song. Sirens episode. <laughs> yeah. Season two. Sirens would be cute. Yeah. I think we'll get one. I love it. Um, <sighs> I have a couple more story specifics that I want to hit on. Yeah, before hit we. Okay. Tim and Steph bonding over anxiety. 
their friendship. Oh my God. So when Steph is in the, you know, like the danger room or whatever, doing her little simulations (laughs) (laughs) and uh, Tim comes in to sort of talk her through her place in the family and how, you know, he has also had that same level of anxiety. And I just, Mm -hmm. their chemistry as friends is so solid and so Mm -hmm. great. Like, I love that so much. Do you get the vibe that they had previously dated? Not even a little bit. Yeah, I I think they really don't. They lean away from that in this. To me, they are straight up friends, even to the sibling side. But but in the queer narrative of it, though, that I think that is how lots of queer people are with their exes. So I, you know, I think they definitely realized they weren't into each other. um, But now they're just bros. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like in this universe, do you think they previously dated? I mean, maybe. But I didn't get any kind of sexual chemistry I could, more when I was right. Yeah, I could totally see him introducing, because he's so awkward, I could see him being like, uh, introducing Bernard to Stephanie and being like, this is my bestie and my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just one person there. Yep. <laughs> I, in fact, I could see him saying, this is my sister, bestie, and ex-girlfriend. <laughs> You're right. I kind of want that now. Like, again, yeah. because Martin kind of did it in the yeah, Tim Drake special. Did. So, yeah. like, I want the Webtoon version of that scene yeah that would be so cute do you think yeah. we'll get more bernard tim in probably two? I, I think, I so. think so i don't know I that bernard's so. ever going to be super important in any story sorry for i just want to update i'm not making these choices the writers are <laughs> I, Look, I feel I like just... i feel like i feel like tim could lose his v card to bernard and then and then he and then but i i think tim khan is NJ. yeah yeah so to go back to the Arkham or no the sorry Gotham Knights video game apparently the game developers did say like oh Tim is by too like that's a thing even if it's not in the game uh, and then on Tim's desk in the game he has a picture of him and Connor so like, <gasps> I know yeah I do oh. I feel like Tim Con is Endgame I do um, I do too we'll get there one Easter egg at a time exactly <laughs> even if we never get it. It still is it's end still game. end game. We will be moving towards it forever. Mm-hmm. So um, also oh. Damien as Doctor Claw with Alfred the Cat in the recovery. Oh, scene. Yes. I friggin' howled <laughs> at that little scene. Like I love that. There's a moment too in a different episode where he is like, you know what I love? World domination. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the faces on the people around him are so fantastic because Jason's just like, <laughs> what does he name his dog? It was great. Murder King. Okay. Murder King. Yes. <laughs> no one mentioned the Bat Cow episode as a Oh my God. What a I, know. I meant to. Yeah. Oh my God. Bat Cow. That it was bat so, cow is so, so cute. cute. I really love that they over, like they emphasize the bat shaped thing on his eyes. In this. Yes. Yeah. It was very and a little cute. star on his bum. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute. Although I guess she's a she, if I, she's a cow. I guess you're right. <laughs> there, there is evidence <laughs> for she. You're right. I've seen back at the barnyard. There are ah. male cows apparently with udders. <laughs> yep. uh, I was going to say, TJ. There are male cows. That wasn't the problem. <laughs> Wouldn't they be bulls? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. But they, the udders were the problem. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> She was so I have a question for the group that has to do with story specifics. Ooh. All right. Okay. So um, I don't have the episode name in front of mm-hmm. me, but the two-parter with Superman and Harley uh, taking over for Batman for the night. Yeah. Okay. We're all familiar. Yeah. Um, 
there's a scene of the bad family going into like the viewing room or whatever, and they're all watching a movie together and they're all having a good time. My question to the group is what movie or movies do you think that they're watching? They're watching Super Pets. (laughs) (laughs) The Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut of Super Pets? (laughs) See, this is the thing. They Hmm. all look really entertained, even Alfred. And I feel like Alfred's taste for film might be a little bit more old school than everybody else. Okay, so So I have a theory. Okay. Okay. I think it's either Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm-hmm. Or Alfred Hitchcock Marathon. Mm, I think okay. it's white. I think it's White Christmas. There you go. <laughs> it is a classic movie that is funny, and I think all of those nerds would like. It. Mm-hmm. But see, <laughs> I think it's like a, a like a like a murder mystery type thing. Oh. That's I think because they're, they're all like, detectives. <gasps> it's Knives think, Out. <laughs> it's that's knives what I have out. down. That's what I yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's knives out. They're, and they're all that obnoxious person that try to guess it before it happens. <laughs> yep. I had um what did I have on my list? I had knives out as number one. Mm. Uh mm. the 2009 Sherlock Holmes with uh yeah. Robert Downey Jr. No, they definitely made fun of it if that was that one. Yep. And uh my last <laughs> one was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I bet they would like that. Yeah. Yeah, all the knives old, out. All detective That's a good prediction. Yeah, knives out. I think makes sense. Yeah, I Yeah, I like it. Or ironically, they're watching the MCU. <laughs> in the- oh my <laughs> god, that would be amazing. <laughs> the one thing we know is uh, from Arrowverse is that the MCU exists in DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely exists in Black Adam. Right. Oh really? Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Wild. TJ, I know you saw it. There were I did. multiple, multiple references. Amazing. Were there? I think so. Unless I'm I did get very else. bored like halfway through. Maybe I wasn't oh. paying attention. TJ did not like it as much as you did. It was okay. It was okay. What oh was the God. reference? Tell that me. That is what very much Rocky Horror Picture Show. What there was an Iron Man that? reference. Like I, I counted at least three. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to back up. I'm thinking of DC Super Pets. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There yes. was. Okay, because we, we, I saw Black Adam early yesterday, <laughs> and then le- yesterday evening we watched I'm, Super Pets. I'm so excited so I'm to hear you review movies. Black Adam I love tomorrow. Super Pets. I want to see how many plot lines from Super Pets are in up in your review of Black Adam tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> gonna Crypt, be like, somebody you know, start I'm, talking about crypto. Right, and Black know, Adam please. is in Super Pets. Yeah, <laughs> you yes, are right. True. <laughs> The first like, thing you know, I did the was the best was, part about Black Adam is Squeaky Bruce. <laughs> Look, I dreamed about Squeaky Bruce. I heard, <laughs> and it was not as sexy as you would hope. No, no. it was alarming. <laughs> it sounded like Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder from uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> Look, I was yelling for help. <laughs> all you got was disdain and humor. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Should we talk about quotes? Yes. Okay. Stephanie Brown in favoritism. Game recognize game. (laughs) The fact that Stephanie Brown, queen of sass, picked Bruce Wayne's least favorite superhero. Just to like 
really nail it in. She's like, you know how you hate Oliver Queen? It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um <laughs> I, how do you quote like the little yellow text boxes that are like the the author speaking to the people like the fourth wall breaks? I love those. I mean, just I guess just say that fourth wall break. Jason Todd, seven years ago, he's been an edge lord since day one. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all of those descriptions. Oh my I god! I swear I have one written down too, but I don't remember which which one of these it is. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it. But I feel like yeah, I already said my quotes because I was so excited about them. But right? Tim, and again, they're Tim quotes. The my plans are good. <laughs> I, the, I love that. Yeah, that and one where he's giving good. the speech yep. in the Robin flashback. That was good. Um, oh my god! All the Robins have good quotes in that one. It in the one where you, that you had the the uh, this one with the GCPD. Yeah. Where he, and then it's Batman trying to explain to. Um, Commissioner Gordon about um, <laughs> Dick in the background. <laughs> he's like, he's with me. And his face is like, uh. <laughs> and Gordon just goes, I have, I have a million. So many follow-up questions. <laughs> I had a quote from that episode too, which was Steph's fourth wall break, which was Steph. It's been zero days since she last sassed Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely wrote that one down too. <laughs> he didn't get the memo about the Robins. <laughs> yeah. Like he's new, isn't he? Yep. Love that. Can we talk about how Renee Montoya in that flashback had the most lesbian haircut they've ever oh given? Yes, she did. Yes. She did. Like the flashback with the buzz, like girl, she rocked it. <laughs> you look good. Yep. I feel like we need a Renee episode. We need a Renee episode. Yeah, yeah. That could be fun. We need more Gordon um, too. We haven't seen him, but like barely. So exactly. Um, also, okay, the episode where. Um, Bruce is trying to get ready to go out and Alfred is like, oh, aren't you going to take one of the kids with you? Are you sure you want to go alone? And he's recounting all of the different times it was a bad idea to take the kids with him. <laughs> and he takes Damien and the lady like leans down to pinch Damien's cheek like, well, aren't you this little cutest little thing? Such a pleasure to meet you. And he's like, I'll kill you. And he brings out a knife. <laughs> I have another Damien in the SOS episode where Alfred goes on vacation and they can't figure out how to tie a tie. Alfred comes back at the end and you get <laughs> Damien hugs him and his face is just so unthrilled. And he's like, please never leave again. My favorite Damien is when he's talking about why he can't make friends. And he's like, I don't understand it. Slices the mannequin in half and goes, I'm delightful. <laughs> yeah. Damien might have some of the might have most does. of the best quotes. He he's very he quotable. Or how about Bruce when he's talking about Cass hiding up on the roof? How'd she even get up there in heels? <laughs> <laughs> I know my other favorite Damien, uh, Damien Wayne quote is when uh, they're, again, in the same episode where he's trying to make friends. Dick's like, you've done it before. What about Superboy? And he's like, Superboy is different. And Dick just quietly adds, and indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> and Damien's like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, was that the John mention? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I forgot yep. about that. I love that they get threatened with <laughs> with Dick's former Nightwing costume as their punishment for losing their challenge. Yeah. Why is the D <laughs> why so deep? <laughs> the disco good. wing. <laughs> and he's like, but why is that a problem? They're like, this is why you can't play, buddy. You're Nothing so hard to embarrass. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the, uh, there are 50 members of this family now, and at the rate Bruce adopts them, we'll have 100 within a week. <laughs> <laughs> I love their names. 
when they have the like the screens for like when they're playing um uh, yes uh Mario Kart or whatever like Tim sucks world's best detective purple demon and can't touch this <laughs> <laughs> I like that there was a little subtle reference to that you know the famous quote from uh the Nolan Batmans the you know not the gotha or not the Batman Gotham wants the Batman Gotham deserves or whatever. Yeah. And then in this, it's, I don't know how to be a good father and the Batman Gotham needs. And I was like, Oh, I saw you. I saw yeah. you <laughs> I see you. Oh. oh my God. I also like when Bruce was like, I seem to have misplaced all of my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love when they're trying to tie ties and Bruce is freaking out and he's yelling at Superman it's a flat out I thought you had to do this for work every day and Clark's like don't take that tone with me <laughs> I'm like you guys are clearly in love I was gonna say and in that moment Broadwin shipped it yep. <laughs> I love when um I love when Jamie is reading Pride and Prejudice and just out of nowhere he's like I don't trust this with Wickham character <laughs> and Jason's like just that keep reading <laughs> so cute <laughs> <sighs> or when Martha Kent, because Clark said good boy and he would never eavesdrop on his parents and their very <laughs> dear friend like that, would he? <laughs> and he's like, oh no, she's on to us. <laughs> I, I love when uh, Jason is complaining that uh, Dick is looking sad and he's like, I hate to be that guy, but being angsty is my thing. So stop. <laughs> Jason has a very niche way of being comforting to his brother. He's very good at it. <laughs> There's a line again. I'm coming with all the Tim lines. Of course you are. I love it. Hit me. Uh, I apologize. In oh, the never the hangout episode with the Young Justice at the very end, he's like, "We should have went to the Kent farm. They're nicer there." <laughs> Batman's like, "What was that?" <laughs> Do you have to scare off all my friends? I have a reputation to maintain. <gasps> god that was like that was key parenting right there it was really funny yeah oh my god oh god awesome. see when you have any we haven't let you speak in a long time <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have a few i have a few i'll start with the with the sentimental one and then i'll go back mm. to the funny um the kate and tim uh conversation when kate tells him just because you can figure something out on your own doesn't mean you have to absolutely love that that is something that i've heard from bronwyn often over the years so that moment reminds me of of her which is Aww. which is awesome oh you know you're so cute <laughs> uh bringing it back around the funny stuff Jill, uh, Bat- proud of you <laughs> thank you the uh tmi episode when batman leaves his calm on and jason says someone please kill me again <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love uh, the moment when Damien's at school and he's trying to make friends and his first <laughs> attempt is just shouting out, I have a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids were so sweet. They were just like, cool, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, well, that didn't work. Okay. <laughs> I tried. And the last one that I have here, uh, I'm not sure what episode it is, but it's from Steph where she just says, I live for chaos. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> our queen our loki oh, variant of the yes, episode 100 she is and that was from the episode where they are um thinking that they have found cass's boyfriend and are trying to interrogate him but it's really <laughs> just a friend yes, and steph yes, knew yes. all along and they're yeah. like why did you tell us and i live for chaos <laughs> <laughs> 
so good. It's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> She is She's who monkey. I wish that I was. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She's I love kind Stephanie of aspirational, Brown. that's for sure. You know, she is, you know, in the regular comics, she's the only Wayne family member who knows how to have fun. And this one everybody does, which is nice. It is nice. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She is. I she's love that. there's a there's an episode which was on my long list of favorites where damien's trying to find everyone's weakness that's the pride and prejudice one uh and he if you read the like little files it says what everyone's weaknesses are and jason's was emotions and dying (laughs) 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 oh my god so good so I, th- um, I think we have to at least spend a couple of minutes talking about the art here. Oh, I have so many notes about the art. Right? Like, oh my God, it's so beautiful and colorful. And how much of a joy is it to yeah. see color in Gotham? Yes. This is a beautiful Gotham. But we don't, I guess we don't really see much Gotham, to be fair. This is no, a beautiful we can see some of it though. We, <laughs> we do occasionally get moments when they're yeah. in the city. That's true. It is beautiful. Oh. Also, it the like... Visual joke density of this comic is incredible. There are just so many signs and words and stuff that you have to pay attention to. There's just art in the background that is so funny. It is amazing. I love, I mean, we talked about the um, Dick Grayson's embarrassing suit from the, you know, 80s, but all of his clothes are dad clothes. He has (laughs) no point dress cool in this. And I kind of love it. It's never commented on, but he like, tucks his shirt into his belt like he is a 50-year-old man at all times. And they're always tan. Like, why? Why are you wearing boring man beige? <laughs> it's just a running thing, which is so funny. I just love all the facial expressions. Like, yeah. I think part of it is due to the writing, like the jokes and the, the like beats of humor. But a lot of that is the art where like, their facial expressions change in a moment and it's just so 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 funny it's definitely the the density of the art you're so right that is that's such an important thing to to touch on because it's very easy when you're scrolling webtoons to just scroll and scroll and scroll and sort of take in the art as a secondary focus but when you're reading Wayne Family Adventures, there's so much in every panel, in every in-between panel yeah. <laughs> that it takes more time to read. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Even the like, there's like the joke that is the main joke. And then there are the jokes underneath the main joke that uh-huh. in like every comic, like, you know, I, one thing we didn't mention, but I'll throw it here in art when they're wearing their various outfits of superheroes that they love. Every single one of those is a joke. Mm -hmm. Like, Babs is wearing Dida. (laughs) I was like, I see you. You know, we ship it. Exactly. (laughs) And the fact that Jason has long, this is another fanon thing, but Jason's favorite superhero is Wonder Woman just to piss off Batman. And they (laughs) gave him the Wonder Woman. All of those are jokes, but they're just visual ones. They're not commented on. And it's so good. It's like, it is definitely, there's a lot of, if you know, you know. Yes. And it's great because you don't have to know mm-hmm. to no, get a yeah. lot out of the story. But if you do know, oh, it's great. 
Yeah. And not to like harp on it, but it's, if you know, you know, the comics, but if you know, you know, the fans, like it's both. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. See, you were itching to talk about art. I can see it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, you, you've both said a lot of what I think already. I just, I'm happy that there's something out there that is bringing joy to Gotham and to this family. Yeah. You know, I read a lot of Batman on the regular from, you know, DC proper and there are pockets of it, but there's absolutely nothing that even comes close to the feelings that you get from something like Wayne family adventures. It is, it stands out in that way and offers you a breath of fresh air. Like in all honesty, I think one of the reasons that I've been able to like immerse myself in so many of the different bat books is because I know that there's something that if I need to come up for air, I can go and I can read that and kind of breathe for a minute before I go back into the trenches with all the other like (laughs) serial murderers and I am Batman all that stuff. Yeah. Like, have you read I Am Batman? A little I bit. I couldn't get into it. <laughs> I really, I like it. Like, but I like it too. I'm not the caught whole up thing yet, with but... it. Is there's like there's a serial murderer running around, like a masked serial murderer that has a an iron, like a like a press iron with spikes on it attached to a chain that is going around like stripping people of their flesh very like david fincher's seven style (laughs) and it's it's really horrific and i'm like i can totally get into that but after i need a shower and some wayne family adventures yeah i'm into it and i'm reading it now because i gotta admit you people over fucking talking comics made me break and spend money i don't have and get infinite ultra (laughs) <laughs> oh, I got it too. Uh, I got it too. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have that money right now. It was a Let mistake. me tell you, I we have already saved. Like yeah. I last two last Tuesday was the first Tuesday in probably eleven years. Or well, I mean, but they they switched their release date at some point. Whatever, you know what I mean. It's yeah. the first time that I didn't outright purchase my digital DC books. Yeah, right away. Steve, it saved you money. I wasn't buying. <laughs> yeah, but think of like all that you have access to now. Think of the bills I am not paying. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just the one. Yeah. You pay the it the one, one time, you go the, the year, one. and then you contemplate your choices yeah. a year later. I already yeah. had I already had infin- uh, uh, infinite. So I, I really only paid 30 additional dollars, I think. So Right? Isn't it? It was 70 already, wasn't Somehow it? I had. So what I did when Batman Day, they had like a code. I paid like maybe $30 for a year of DC, whatever. What? And then did I you... went to upgrade. I went to upgrade to the ultra whatever. It was free. <gasps> Whoa. So what? somehow I only paid like 30 bucks and I got ultra for a year. Oh my God. I thought it was going to be 125 (laughs) when we went for it, but it actually ended up being something like 81 for us. It was 99 for me, but it was like the infinite was already 79. So I was like, this is not a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, I remember getting to the, you know, your final total screen and kind of doing like a mental, like what? Like, okay. It's If you don't sign up, why not? If you don't sign up before Thanksgiving, it is going to be 125. 
So this is mm. like the period to sign up, which is why I went ahead and did it. I'm like, yeah. I know I'm going to do it at some point. So I might as well do it now and regret it currently, but be happy in the long run. Exactly. I'm just glad that uh, that I've been using it. Two of my uh, two of my things that I'm going to talk about on Talking Comics this week are from yeah. using the app. That's awesome. It, nice. Anyway, please go to my Twitter where there's a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Marvel does the same thing soon. Yeah. Because uh, six yeah. months is too long to wait. It's true. There's yeah, a six months. Yeah, I think so. The Marvel Unlimited is six months. That's yeah. too long. Well, this one was six months too until now. I thought it was three. I think yeah, it was I thought six. it was three. It was. I think some things were six because there were some that were still coming out that were really old. Maybe it was not for everything. I don't know. It was I don't weird. know. Like either way, access too too long. Too long. To three is backlog. too long as well. Yeah. Yeah. The backlog has been great and. I figure if I just wait a month, I could just pick up right where I left off yeah, and yeah. go forward. So I'm, I, I'll tell you though, as somebody who is like trained almost like Pavlovian style mm. to purchase those books weekly, it was real weird to not wake up and do the thing. Yeah. I will admit the only subscription I didn't cancel was the Tim Drake. <laughs> I went ahead and got, oh, yeah. got it too. So I could have it now. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't handle weight. Yeah. That's fair. Right. Pavlovian. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. yes. Didn't you say Pavlovian? Maybe I just did. did. Maybe I did. I you don't definitely know. did. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. Uh, we're, we're all just barely hanging on, Steve. It's okay. I think so. <laughs> Do we want to talk about what we're going to talk about next? Yeah. What are we, whose turn is it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's mine. <laughs> I thought we both picked this one, but sure. <laughs> It was probably my pick before that, though, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm going to finally, finally make you read The Hunt. I was the one who introduced you to The Hunt. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. And I'm going to finally make you read it. (laughs) Okay, fine. I will catch up on The Hunt. I love it anyway. I know. It's so good. (laughs) Everyone, get on this gay werewolf book. You know how we love gay werewolves. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What are we reading next over at Gotham Outsiders, Chris? Where does this fall in the release order, DJ? <laughs> we're reading. Oh, we're reading yeah. Tim Drake's Red Robin with David R. Slayton. <gasps> oh, amazing. What are we yes. reading? I'm talking comics, Steve. DC Comics. <laughs> Everything else. Everything, everything um, else. I mean, I have no idea when this uh this when this episode's going, but uh Halloween. I don't know. We're gonna have a, a Black Adam review coming up. We'll um, definitely have some, actually, it's probably some Black Label stuff, I would imagine, in the DC stuff. I will definitely be talking about some of the uh, the Joe Hill imprint that they had, the oh, Hill House yeah. stuff. Um, there's at least two uh, series from that that I read. Everything that I read this week, I really, really yeah. enjoyed. Uh, everything in my lightning round this week is going to be super spooky. Right. This week, this week on Talking Comics will have already happened at this point. Yeah. So go back and listen to that. Go if back you and listen to that last week. It's uh, episode five sixty nine. There you go, sixty nine. Oh yeah. <laughs> We all lean in to make the same joke. Like I am obligated to make a joke when we do intros tomorrow night. If you don't say nice, I will. We'll just never be able to move on. Eh? Eh? (laughs) Eh? Come on. 
Oh, God. So lots of fun things to look forward to on all of our various shows. Exactly. I think this was the best Arrowverse crossover there ever was. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It was certainly more coherent. (laughs) But sadly, not as much gay uh, Wentworth Miller. (laughs) That is sad. We'll have to see what we can do about getting gay Wentworth Miller on the show. If we could get Wentworth Miller on the show, that's it. I've done the show. It's over. We can't go on. <laughs> well, then, then I don't want to do that because I don't want it to be done. Everything <laughs> would be downhill from there. Bro. I'm like, <laughs> where could we go from Wentworth Miller? <laughs> you guys should reach out to the the voice actors who are doing the Wayne Family Adventure, like you do that adaptations. We should, we, so should like the, we should reach out to the actors that were doing the unofficial, unlicensed one. That got- <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. That forgot was- about that one. <laughs> I, I, every day I think about that one and it makes me sad. <laughs> they got so far before DC sent lawyers after them. It's absurd. <laughs> they were literally filming. <laughs> That's yeah, wild. It was like pictures where they were like, look there what were you doing? Photos. They were uh, acting like it was licensed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, on that note, stay hydrated. <laughs> I stole your life. You definitely did. <laughs> this is a crossover. <laughs> Drink up and uh, see you next time. Same bad time, same bad place. <laughs> To be continued. <laughs> and where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby B. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading because I'm always reading. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. <laughs> And you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host, TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. 